Every month, we offer exciting new webinars for our community. Topics include how to use retirement accounts to buy real estate overseas, how to get a second passport in Latin America, why you should sell your stock portfolio and move your money offshore, how to buy beachfront rental properties in Brazil for less than $100,000, or apartments in Paraguay for less than $60,000. If you want to join us for free for these presentations with live Q&A, insider secrets, and exclusive opportunities with my professional network of experts, then go to expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. That's expatmoney.com forward slash webinars to register for free upcoming presentations. expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. We all dream of seeing the world, but the realities of living somewhere outside your place of birth can be daunting to say the least. Welcome to the Expat Money Show, helping you make the most out of your overseas career through conversations with successful expats on investing, entrepreneurship, self-improvement, and continual education, all while sharpening your financial acumen. Now, please welcome your host with over 20 years of overseas experience, Mikkel Thorup. I hope you guys all enjoyed your quick bathroom break. I know I got a message from Fernando a minute ago and there's like two or three dozen emails already in the inbox. So if you guys are interested in this project that we've been discussing today and you want to invest alongside me, then go ahead and send an email right now to expatmoney at greenparana.com. I want to do a bit of a panel discussion with you, Fernando, because I thought it would be kind of fun to talk a little bit about the project and kind of highlight some of the important things. So Mm -hmm. my first question for you, or what I'd like to discuss with you first is like, what does all this development in the area mean for the investors? You know, we talked a lot about the economics. We talked about the highway, the bridge, all of these that things that happen. But what does that really translate as for my investors? Well, what happens on the area is that, first of all, I wouldn't say the model had been tested because it is really a reality. No, it was a PowerPoint 11 years ago and a lot of money and a lot of investment afterwards, it is turning into a city. Okay. So what this means for a new investor, it is that you're coming to somebody, to something that it has already been tested. But at the same time, if you see pictures, you already see a loads of green everywhere. Every green spot that you see, there's a huge potential for that. So you're just jumping on the risk mitigated area on your not a first mover. You're not with those crazy Spaniards that we were 10 years ago. And you're coming to something in which you can touch base and has already been tested, not only by us, by our competition and also by the public sector. Okay. So I think it is just like the next step or the, just in the beginning. If you see all these projects ongoing all over there, most of them are commercial. The residential one is just the starting. And the one thing to take into account over there is that I haven't spoken about it, but In terms of building permissions all over there, you have complete freedom of developing as many heights as you want. So it is definitely the place where lands have have risen a lot, but it's definitely the place that not an amateur is going to come to the area just to place some business, small business by himself because he couldn't pay, he won't be able to pay it and the business will not go. If you come here and you go, it's because you're going to build something beautiful. And if you place yourself at the Rafael Barret Avenue, you just your heads up and you look into the competition and you raise the bar for that okay so i think it is definitely the great time for that and that's how we pictured it a few years ago 
Well, and for anybody who is new to investing in pre-construction, what we're really looking for is the economics, okay? So what is happening in the area? Where is money being put? And we want to position ourselves at the very beginning of that, at the start of that. And that's what this project is. The government is putting in hundreds of millions of dollars of infrastructure, of roads, of the new courthouse, all of these types of things in this area. And every time a new project gets announced, the value of the land and the value of your property is going to go up. So the more development we have in this area, the more your property in theory should be worth. We want to be in an area which is in the path of progress where all of that economics is going. So if you guys remember the slide where Fernando showed the triangle and how it went out from the city center, he's positioned this investment at the eighth kilometer. Now they're putting in tons of money and roads and works and all of these things in that area. As that is built over the next decade, the value of our properties should go up drastically because now we're right in the center of all these things. So when something happens across the street, ours becomes more valuable. As a new shopping mall or supermarket or gas station or all these things get put into place, our property becomes more valuable. So these are the types of investments that I really look for. It's that perfect storm of everything that is going together to make the increase. Yes, I like the capital, the cash on cash return. Absolutely. But I want to see capital appreciation as well in these projects. Next question. Okay. So my investors are mostly in America and North America, call it Canada, the US. We have some in Europe, some in Australia, some in New Zealand. They're not going to be down there. They're not going to furnish the place. They don't have time to set up the internet, the water, the electricity, or anything like that. How are you guys handling this? How are you going to assist my investors so that the whole process can be turnkey? Well, we have our own division for that. And not only from the Green Panana perspective, Green Panana is part of a holding of other companies owning the leisure mall that I was speaking, the hotel and so on. So we are we have like 200 people already employed in the area and we have facilities and teams available to do that. If that is a thing we do at the leisure mall is to manage some other people's assets and so on. No? So we have our specific place for that. When we're speaking about furnishing, we make it easy. We don't want to play with many interior design architects, we play with two more or less because that's the perfect relationship that you can have. You deal only with them and we make that kind of intermediation with the client, okay? In the case for that, what we do is that we define with the interior design architect the project and then we send it to the client in order for them to give the okay. There are always some possibilities to do some definitions of some small changes for that and then we make a budget, okay? That budget has to be approved by the client and we buy it by themselves because what our what we impose our architects is that they make it simple, that they don't define that that sofa that has to go in the living room has to be bought in some kind of flashy store of Buenos Aires. No, they always use what is available in the city for that. Other than that, it is very easy to deal with the day-to-day -day business. And in fact, we have an office in the same area of Rafael Barret, and our team has a database of the people going to look for empty apartments in order to rent. No, nowadays we always speak about the online business, and a lot of the work comes done through social media and so on. But you will be impressed of the amount of tenants that go walking, looking for the apartments, and looking for the billboards of to rent that you see. No, so that is so a very powerful tool. So what normally happens is that when we 
deliver the keys. We already have a list of audited and ready to enter tenants in order to get into. And that's what we present to the, to the owners and we see in which kind of times we, we, we find the agreements and then we get with them until the, the sign of the agreement. Take into account signing contracts. You can sign the deed of property. That's the most important legal thing because you, it turns officially yours, okay? And it's done at the notary public in Paraguay. In case somebody doesn't want to come to Paraguay, I definitely recommend to touch base and to see what it is and then get to see the waterfalls because they are a wonder of nature, okay? But if they don't want to or they don't find the time and they know they can do it, by they want to do it later on, we can propose two or three different lawyers that can do that task on behalf of them through power of attorney in order to make it easy. And it is completely legal and it is completely owned by them and shown in the national registry on their name. Yeah, these are all things that once again, when I go through my checklist, just like a captain or a pilot will have a checklist before takeoff, I have a 40-point checklist of everything that I'm looking at before mm -hmm. I'm investing in a project. So all of these things like property management, turnkey, all of these are already built in with these. And we're going to get to the Q&A in a minute because I know there's tons of questions. Well, what about this? What about that? I can tell you that probably the answer is going to be yes. It's just kind of a blanket yes, because I don't work in projects that are not going to be titled. I don't do leasehold or anything like that. I'm not going to work in a project where you're going to have to fly down there to turn on the internet. That wouldn't make sense for my investors, especially at $60,000 apartments. So all of these things are already in place. Maybe you can walk us through, Fernando, a step-by-step -step if someone today decides, yes, this is a good option for them. Paint them a picture. Step one, step two, step three, step four, et cetera. What is going to happen so that they have a full understanding of making an investment today? First of all, if, if somebody has interest, well, as I was saying, uh, now at the break, I was looking at the email. I saw many people requesting their reservations and so on. So, the first thing that might happen is that you have interest. Many you have to define it to see if you want to get it because I don't know if we're going to have enough units for the for the expat community as, as we would like to, okay, because of the price terms and so on. No, but what will normally happen is that if you make your reservation, next step, it comes with the contract reservation signature, okay? We do it online. We send you, first of all, the information for you to check it. It is in both Spanish and English, okay? It is translated by an official translator, but the legal language in, in Paraguay is the Spanish, no? So the reason it has to be in both languages as well, no? Before that, we send the full information. Well, the presentation that I already shared with you guys, it's completely, there's not nothing, we did it by ourselves, it's official data and so on, so there's no problem in sharing that kind of information with you, as same as the plans, the secret for us, it's not the plans of what we do. It is the secret for us. It does that we do logical things. Okay, so you get your full package, and then you get the selection for that. We sign the private reservation contract. That is just a one page. Then we don't speak for two, three, six weeks, depending on when we start the construction, and then we will settle online again to sign the private sales agreement. The good thing is that we're Latin, and Latin law is easier than the law in the U.S. Okay, so contracts are just like. 10 to 15 pages more or less because they are in both languages, but they're very easy. They're like 12 clauses for that, okay? We sign it and then we have the selected unit and the payment terms and the penalties that we get if we don't deliver on time and the time frame. Just take into account and to remember that it is a construction that may take 
24 months since the beginning of its start. No? So it's very easy to calculate because it starts in March or April and in March or April 2026, you can get your unit and delivery of the keys. One thing, once we speak about delivery of the keys is that whenever the construction is ready, we make the delivery of the keys. You don't need to sign the deed of property to use your apartment, to stay at your apartment, to get the energy connection for that. You can definitely use it. And then you will be called three or four months time in order to sign the deed of property. The reason there is a process for the Dreams property, it's, it is because it has three steps. Once you deliver the keys, you get to the city hall and the hall, they make their approval on that. It goes to the National Catastrophe Association in order to provide an identity number to each and every unit, not only the apartments, but also the parking spaces. Okay, And then those numbers, they turn into public due to the National Registry. It depends because the, those authorities work 11 months a year. We're Latin, okay? So January is like the holiday season for that. Okay. Now you mentioned the parking spots at the end there. I don't know if we talked about it too much in depth on the presentation. The units mm -hmm. themselves do not come with parking, but you do have parking available for an additional fee. Maybe you can talk a little bit about the parking spots as well. Please talk a little bit about the three different ways these can be rented. They can be rented long-term with no furniture, long-term with furniture, or short or midterm with furniture. Now, you guys do furniture packages. Maybe explain a little bit like that. And if I remember correctly from our original, original, original conversation, the cherry on top was the designer. And you promised me that you would cover the cost for the designer. <laughs> and I'm going to hold you to that for my clients. As you said, the cherry on top, I will leave that point to the end. Okay. So okay. I will go directly on the same order as you said. First of all, parking spaces. Yes, they are optional. Okay, they have a price of $10,950. The price is set up by the market. We normally like to be a bit below the market, providing more, more quality for that. No price in the market nowadays in Asuncion will be between 15 grand to 18 grand, more or less. And in Ciudad they will be more closer to 15 grand, 12, 13, more or less. So we are more comfortable in the 11 grand area, more or less. No. The reason it is optional is that if you Google it and well, you've seen in the pictures, there's no parking space problem as of today in the area. So you can find space to park your car in the, in the area, okay? In fact, the piece of land we bought is beautiful because the former owner, her name is Mirta, whom we bought the land, she was planting a tree and a plant every day of her single life. So it's full of trees, okay? So. Although it is here very warm in the country nowadays, we're in summer. If you leave your car in the middle of the day, it can get too warm. Okay. So trying to use your car at that time, you may need some five minutes with the air conditioning full speed in order to freeze it up a little bit. Not only for that, but also rains. If the country is so green as how you've seen in the pictures, it is because it rains a lot. And when it rains, it rains heavily, like it, what you see of the floodings in the, or in, the, in the Caribbean. We don't have hurricanes in here, but when it rains, it is major numbers for that. Okay, so if you're stuck and you have a very nice parking spot seven meters away from your apartment, you definitely have to wait on your car until the rain goes. Okay, let's move now to the question about the three strategies for renting, okay? The easiest one and the, the one with 
lowest exchange, there's the unfurnished one, no? the traditional one at every spot in the world. And that's what it was designed at the beginning of what we saw. Then, because the market was so wide for us, we said, okay, let's focus only on the unfurnished because there is a huge need. But then we started seeing people coming without their staff, but with their checkbook in hand, willing to pay months in advance if you made their life easier. I have to take into account that there is not only the Brazilian students coming to the city, there's, there are lots of professionals of people that come and stay for three or months, uh, uh, three or four days a week, such as doctors, such as lawyers. You've seen the, the Supreme Court of Justice. The Supreme Court of Justice did this, that they centralized the administration of justice. So where there was a judge 150 kilometers away, they took it from there and they brought it to Ciudad to the place I saw you. So this meant the judge had to transfer himself from that area or decide to commute from one place to the other. So there's plenty of people that they have their house 150 kilometers away or in Brazil as well in Fozibazú or in Asunción and they come and go at the same time. They don't want to be the full time and renting an apartment and making the full furnishment investment for that. So we decided to start looking into that. Okay, the fully furnishment. First, it was a test. And then we saw that kind of thing. I'm not going to speak bad about the Paraguayan taste because I consider myself Paraguayan, but I think that people, I don't, I haven't seen that many beautiful houses in Paraguay as what I have seen in other places, no? So they get to value very much. And when they see a nicely furnished and designed house, they value it very much. And I think that's very powerful, okay? Then going to the short-term rental, I was speaking about Airbnb and booking. Are they an interesting business? Yes. Was I stressed out because of that? Yes, because, but because I didn't hire my people to do that because I don't want my people to tell me how it is. I wanted to taste it by myself. So if you do it, you know that somebody is going to take care of you. For us, it's very easy because we have a hotel very close to it. So the people from the hotel, they want to always make that service for us. And in fact, we're, we're, we're investigating the way of making a, an agreement with Wyndham in order to do that kind of work for the, the short-term rentals because... This is not taking business from the hotel because people looking for a hotel, they look for different things. And people looking for the Airbnb, they look for other kind of spots. So they value other kind of things. What they value the most is the swimming pool and the asado place. As, as I said, asado is a religion and they enjoy it very much going with their families and staying, chilling in that. You have to know that touristically, although the, the city hasn't that heritage or that historical culture, it's a destination for shopping. It is cheaper, goods are cheaper in Paraguay than in Brazil. So there is plenty of people from Brazil coming for the weekend to buy that big flat screen TV at a 50% the price that they will do in their hometown. Ah, are you, you asked me about the, the cherry. Talk. The cherry. And I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna avoid it. Okay. I was, <laughs> I, 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 no, no, but uh, as the businesses that we have, we, we, we've got to see and work with lots of providers and know who, who which providers work well and which others don't, no? So at the hotel, for example, we don't take care of the restaurant. It is rented, okay? So they hired two different architects and they had a very bad experience with one. And then architect Stephanie, she came and she made a beautiful restaurant. I think we didn't have dinner at that time because we wanted to, to eat a steak. No, we went to a steak that night. But it is, it is beautiful, good. no? So I saw how she worked. The price for Paraguay is expensive. You wouldn't find it this expensive if you're speaking about Panama or the US or so on, but she definitely knows how to do it. And in fact, she's getting a lot of work 
outside Paraguay. She's being very successful nowadays in, in Brazil. She's uh, define, uh, designing very shops, a, a lot of shops in the in the Rio de Janeiro airport, right, international airport right now. So I'm quite proud of having helped architect Stephanie to be where she is right now. In fact, where I'm fighting right now with her or negotiating with her in order for her to put her designing office in one of the commercial premises. So you've described it, but what about the fees for this designing? That's the cherry. Okay, the fees, I, 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 yeah, it is written. And I say, <laughs> I'm, I pox, I'm coaxing him along no. here, guys. <laughs> it is, uh, no. This was the, the cherry on yeah, top so, to cut it. So, so if, if it is not clear enough through the written or in the presentation you can you're, you're recording this presentation if i believe and we pay for architect stephanie's fees in order to make your specific project for your for your apartment there sorry we go. for my news on that but i think it was very clear okay so basically if you want to do a furnished apartment Obviously, you have to pay for the furniture itself. But usually when we do a pre-construction or when we have a new apartment, you're not going down to Ikea or Walmart and picking out the furniture yourself. You want to have a designer do it because different colors and shapes and things like this. So Fernando, as a cherry on top for anybody who purchases this weekend, has decided or has agreed to cover Stephanie's fees. So you can have the interior design of your apartment fully covered, her fees covered by Fernando. If you don't want to furnish it, if you don't want to spend the extra money on a furnishing, then this is not applicable. It doesn't matter. But if you do want to have it furnished, they have a furniture package. They'll design the whole thing for you. They'll set the whole thing up for you. And there is no fees for Stephanie. Unbelievable. I hope you guys get how super insanely valuable that is on top of all of these things, on top of the original price point, the launch price, the 10% discount that I got for you guys for cash price, as well as the designer throwing in. This is absolutely a no-brainer. I hope you guys are stoked by this. The good thing when you mentioned going to Ikea, well, there's no Ikea in, in Paraguay, nor in, well, in Brazil, I think it is in, in Sao Paulo, but it ends up being more expensive sometimes, okay? Because you don't have the, the expertise on that, and you, you don't get the full value or, or the full potential about your premises. No, so sometimes the architect they don't make it more expensive; they make it even more affordable. No, and in fact, the reason that we collect it all and we negotiate it directly with the providers is that we try to make it as well more efficient for that. Because if they're buying like seven different sofas, we negotiate on the matter of scale with the with the retailers. Amazing. So once again, one bedrooms averaging around 60,000. I had a couple of clients who mentioned in the chat that Fernando says that there's some at 50,000. There are a couple of units at 52,000, let's call it. However, there's not many of them and there's a lot of you. So mentally prepare on average about 60 grand for a one bedroom, two bedrooms between 60 and 90 grand. There's one or two apartments, which are slightly larger apartments. They're the 88 square meter ones. They're going to be a little bit more, but these are average prices. Reservation fees can be done this weekend, right now, today. Once again, there is, this has gone out to 20,000 people. I was only able to secure 35 units, meaning that I fully expect by the end of today slash tomorrow that all of the units will be gone. If I could have got all of the units, I would have taken them all, but it's just the economics of the development. And this is what I was able to do. I negotiated pretty hard. So if this makes sense for you, then get involved today. 
There's two payment options. You can either go a schedule of fees, which would be 30% down at construction beginning, which happens in March and April, and then 5% quarterly with the outstanding balance due once construction is complete, once they hand over the keys. Or you can do a cash upfront purchase with a 10% discount. That is 10% on the entire amount. That is super sexy. If you guys want to get involved, send an email to expatmoney at greenparana.com, P-A-R-A-N-A.com. You can get the price list, the floor plan, the payment link to do it via Stripe and include your phone number or your WhatsApp number or your Telegram number or anything like that for a callback. Fernando has staff working right now. It's not just him. We're going to be doing the Q&A in just one second. So you should be getting callbacks from his staff and you guys can go ahead and make the reservation agreement. The reservation agreement, this $2,000 or $3,000, that's the one that really matters. That's what the one that puts you in line. Then you're going to be able to select your unit, okay? They're going to send you a price list with all of the different units, the floor, the number, how much it is per total, and then how much it is per square meter. If you guys want, I suggest picking up a couple of units. Get one or two one-bedrooms, one or two two-bedrooms, figure out a dollar amount of what you want to spend. If you don't know which ones are going to be the best units, your goals might be slightly different than my goals are going to be different than someone else's goals, right? So there's not a best unit per se. I would say all units are excellent because the different prices reflect the direction it's facing, the floor that it's on, and the square meters. What makes sense for you might not make sense for someone else. If you outline what your goals and objectives are with this, then you should be able to do well. They're going to be able to put everything in an email for you, some suggestions. Last point before we get into the Q&A. This is not a suggestion of me that you guys should move down to Paraguay and live in this apartment. This is an investment. What I have found in many, many years, decades of doing this, don't try to have a property do too many things. I had lots of different questions about living there or living in this apartment. It's your apartment. It's a titled property. You can do whatever you want. But I brought this to you today as an investment. Get the money out of the banks, get it out of the stock portfolio, get it out of the mutual funds, put it into something tangible. You can consider these like little mini term deposits, which are super liquid, that one you're done with it in a couple of years, you can sell it. You can make a nice little capital appreciation. Instead of putting in half a million dollars or a million dollars into one project, I would rather see you spread it out between three, five, 10 units in a place like this, and then you can liquidate them as needed. I had some other clients who were mentioning Uruguay. Well, Uruguay, the lifestyle and its first world and all of these things. Listen, in Uruguay, you are not getting apartments for $60,000. Apartments there are probably going to be about three, dollars $400,000. The returns in a place like that might be around 4%. This is one-fifth of the price or one-tenth of the price, and your returns could be as high as double digits. So there are reasons for that, okay? It is not a perfect country. There is no Shangri-La. There are no perfect countries out there. This is a solid investment done the due diligence. If it makes sense for you, please look into it, ask for the documentation, review everything yourself. If it makes sense, then move forwards. If it doesn't make sense, no harm, no foul. Actually, I said last thing, but one last, last, last thing. You might be looking at this and going, 
holy moly, there's no way I'm getting into it. There's so many people. There's hundreds of people on this presentation. I'm not going to be able to secure these. Or maybe maybe you're watching the replay. You're watching this tonight, tomorrow morning, and you go, oh, they're all going to be gone. Yes, they're probably all gone, to be honest with you. But what I want you to do is send an email anyways, because Fernando and I are going to start a waiting list. Things happen. Things get in the way. You know, you think, oh, someone is going to think, oh, I'm going to take this. And then they're going to talk to their wife and the wife's going to go, no way. I'm not doing that. I'm not investing in that. And they're going to have to back out. Well, we're going to go to that wait list first and we're going to start going in chronological order and we're going to start going through it and doing callbacks for the people who are on the wait list. So even if you're watching the replay of this in the future, you'd think that it's not going to be available you know what? You might still get a chance at one of these units because circumstances change for people. So we'll be building out that wait list. I won't be going to the general subscribers again with it. We'll go to the wait list. So send an email. Super exciting news. We just released our first in a series of expat guidebooks. These are in-depth country guides on how to move to another country, and the first one released is Expat's Guide on Moving to Mexico. It took us over two years to compile all the research and write this book on Mexico, and coming in at 475 pages, you can really see how much work has gone into this. It's a complete guide on everything you need to know if you want to move to Mexico including where to live, immigration, taxes, lifestyle, buying property, how to get a driver's license, and a million other things you would never think you need the answers to. You can find the book directly on Amazon by searching for Expat's Guide on Moving to Mexico or go to expatguidebooks.com, which will take you to our online shop where you will find the book. Go to expatguidebooks.com. That's expatguidebooks.com. Okay, there we go. Fernando, should we do some Q&A, my dear friend? Should. Okay, I'm going to start in reverse order and I'm going to walk through these. Okay, I missed the ROI payments for renting. How do we get paid? How do you get paid as, a, as, a, um, as an investor, no? Yes. Okay, there are two ways. First one, the one I do recommend, as, as I said, that by the way, it's interesting to, to invest, to place some bets on that and some, um, some percentage of the investment portfolio in there. I think it is interesting to have a bank account in there. You can have a bank account being a foreigner. It is also easy to get the residency. It is something to take into account always and to consider. And in case you get your residency, it is even more easy to open the bank account. No? So the first alternative will be if you have your bank account, they can wire it and sometimes pay in cash. Resilience, for example, they normally pay in cash because they change reals for six months. They come with the full amount and they try to get better prices in order to secure six months rental for that. Okay, that's the one option. The other option is that we go and we wire your rental income to your account wherever it is. Okay, in this case, due to the cost of transfers, I suggest we don't do it monthly. That we collect it on a six months base because normally transfers will go from fifty dollars or or a hundred dollars depending on the on the bank. So it is doesn't worth it doing it every month, and it is better to do it on a six month and then doing it. If you get it from a from a Brazilian that paid six months in advance, that way easy. No, but if not, we collect it, we do it by yourself, and we send it to the accounts to the division accounts in order to send it to you every six months. Perfect. Okay. Next, Michael asks, what is meant by the 5% tax on the lease? Tax on the rental fee, which the tenant pays monthly? Can you it's talk about that? Okay. 
the what you normally what would be a normal rental agreement with the tenant. Okay, you what you normally do is that you say, okay, I'm gonna rent this apartment for five hundred dollars. Okay, let's say monthly. When you speak that language, what the tenant knows is that those five hundred dollars normally mean five hundred dollars plus VAT of a five percent, so it will be twenty five, and the HOA, I don't know if that's how you call it in the US, expenses, eh? because normally they are covered by the tenant. So if you say 500, it's a 500 net. Can you sign a different agreement? Definitely, yes. You can say, okay, 600, I cover everything, okay? So what I was speaking about, the VAT of the of the 5%, that's an extra credit that you have with your 1.5 VAT that you pay, because if you, if, let's say that your 1.5 VAT uh, percent of the purchase is $2,000. So you have to collect from those $2,025 every month in order to cover your tax credit. So that should be paid by the tenant, but you collect it because you have to do your VAT declaration. Amazing. Next one is from Ron, and I'll cover this one quickly myself. Is the reservation fee refundable? Yes, it is. If you put down $2,000, $3,000 today per unit, and you decide tomorrow that, you know what, you just can't swing it, or you don't like it, or you get the contract and it's not what you expected, you have a reasonable amount of time to request to have the funds back. Let's call it 15 days or something like that. A reservation fee is so that they can prepare your contract for you. You can have time to read the contract. If everything is kosher, then you move forwards. If you see problems with the contract or you don't like what you see, then you have a reasonable amount of time to back out. If it's a month, two months, six months later, well, no, that's not a reasonable amount of time. Let's call it 15 days for a reasonable, refundable amount for your reservation fee. Obviously, the other fees, the 30% would not be the reservation fee. That will happen in two months from now, three months from now. But let's say... You like this project, you want to invest alongside me, you go online, you send in your email. I just put it in the chat again. Then they're going to send you the payment link. You go through the contract, you talk to your wife, you talk to your husband, whatever it is, and you decide, you know what? I changed my mind or it's not a good project or whatever, forever, whatever reason, it is a 100% refundable reservation fee. So you guys have all of the power. I would just ask you guys, to be reasonable with Fernando. He's a business owner. He's an entrepreneur. Only make the reservation if you're serious about these things, right? This is not a big, dumb company. We're not a big, dumb company. Just be reasonable. We all want to get along. We all want to work together as a team on these things. So that's what I have to say about that. Are those all fair statements, Fernando? Yes. And for the record, you're recording me, so I do agree for that. And thank Amazing. You. Okay. What will be the approximate costs for the furniture? This is from Martin. Okay, let's let's go to my personal experience. I had a 47 square meters, 47 square meters apartment, the, the one bedroom once. When we came, we decided they were too big for what our clients wanted. That's the reason we went for the 39 square meters and we also have an, a that great depression of the 47 square meters, okay? But for me, it was $5,000 to fully furnish it. And I do include air conditioning and I do include television for that. Will that be the case? Next year, well, maybe prices increase for that. So let's say that we have to take into account that it can go up to $7,000 more or less just to be conservative. And, and again, using the word reasonable. If I miscalculate by $500, please don't blame me for that. But that's more or less the average on that. 
Amazing. Harry says, woohoo, exclamation, and fantastic. So I think he's excited about this project. Tony asks, if I understand correctly, the optional parking is next to the main building. Where is the parking located, Fernando? It is in the main building. In uh, the main building, not in the across building. the street. In the main building. No, no, building. no. In the very same spot. In fact, yeah. the Correct. ground floor, we put the entrance, the, the, the building's on a corner. Okay, so one face of the building into the avenue and to that street I was telling you about. That street, in fact, is a cul-de-sac, as we say in Spain. It has an end, okay? So the, we put the entrance through the street in order not to obstacle the traffic. Well, so the ground floor is for the lobby, the parking spaces, as well as the commercial premises. There's a dental clinic that has confirmed into the commercial premises, by the way. Okay, and then there's a first floor only for parking spaces. And then on the next floor, the tower and the apartments begin. This means that although we call it first floor, this is normally a second height apartment. And that is one thing to take into consideration when you think about the views, because a first floor does have better views of a normal or standard first floor in, an, in a different project. Amazing. Well, we've got some questions, actually two or three questions about security. I'm not going to read each one out individually, but basically, how are the buildings secured? Do you have security on site, the doors, the locks, who has access, all these types of things? We have 24-hour security. And that is a question we are always asked because there's always the cliche about South America being unsafe, okay? And I've lived in Brazil, I've lived in Paraguay, and I've traveled throughout the whole South America. And I haven't been safer in Paraguay than in any other countries in here. But the thing is that people get used to having security. And in fact, the 24-hour security person that we have in the building plays the role as a doorman, more or less. So 95% of the job he has is being the doorman for that. And the price for having a standard doorman or having a security guy is so low that it, it is completely worth it for that. No? So normally what you get is that you have your the key only to your apartment and not in the shared spaces because there's always somebody who will get the registration, who will know which car it is, if it is yours or if it is you, and they will open it for you. That's the reason of, of safeness. And that is the usual, the use in South America, Paraguay, Brazil, and so on. Sorry. Just to take into consideration, the, the Supreme Court of Justice that we have very close to ourselves, it is not only an administration of justice for that, but they also have city services such as firemen spaces and also a police station mm. for that so our area is known like being a small of a bunker yeah we were walking in the area super safe we i stayed at fernando's hotel the one that he built that he rents out to the dazzler hotel you can walk to these buildings the whole area is super nice super super safe Okay, Dom asked, what about ongoing monthly condominium costs or otherwise known as HOAs, common parts, cleaning, swimming pool, security, everything like that? One point from my side, Fernando, before you jump in, and I'll get you to answer this. Those returns that we calculated, the historical returns of the 8.9%, 9.3%, whatever they were from Tower 1 that we have already seen that are real-life examples, are inclusive of all of these type of HOA fees. So it's not make that and then a whole bunch of expenses. That's the net net returns that we're expecting on these. Yes, so what it includes, mainly security, maintenance for the elevators, there are three elevators, maintenance for the generator. We have generators for the shared spaces whenever there is a 
energy shortage. Yes, we're an energetic superpower, but sometimes there are energy shortages. Okay, there is full maintenance and so on, as well as insurance for the shared facilities, as well as garbage collection and the energy, the energy for the shared facilities as well. One thing, when we were speaking about the different strategies in, in, in rental, you said, and that is completely true, that your the returns that we say are net returns and not having to deduct those expenses for that, that is something that normally doesn't happen when you go through Airbnb because you cannot put that extra. Sometimes what you put on Airbnb is that you put an extra cleaning fee or something like that in which you can transfer the price. But at the end of the day, it's going to be you paying for the expenses because you cannot make the Airbnb the tenant to be paying for one day HOAs. Amazing. Anonymous asks, is flooring included in the price? If so, what type? Is it tile? Are there flooring options available? For example, wood. Thanks. Yes, I'll go for it. It is included. I, I would never throw um, an apartment in the market in Paraguay without flooring. Okay, We normally do, and um, what the market standard is, is porcelanic. It is fresh, here it is very warm, and it's what people is expecting. Wood is definitely not something we play for. It is something you see at the elegant houses of the long-term families in Asuncion, but definitely it's not something that people is looking for, okay? We thought once on getting wood, and we said that we, we realized that we were jumping like three steps ahead of what our target market was, no? One test we want to do is this simul wood, we call it it's floated one, okay? It's, it's artificial one that you see in many houses all over the world. But yet today, there are not that many providers for that. So in case there is a problem, it's going to turn into more problems for that. And Porcelanic, everyone knows about Porcelanic. There are lots of providers for that. So we want them to be easily used and to avoid the less problems as possible. Okay, Demetrius asks, do I need to travel to Paraguay for public sector transactions like taxes, legals, documents, utilities, etc.? No. 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 You, you, you don't know, and it's in its brief. No, you, the most important thing that you can do when you're buying your property is the deed of property. And we already explained how you can do it without traveling to Paraguay. Okay. The only key point uh, and pending point in that is opening the bank account. Is it possible? I'm on the record here and, and I'm speaking on behalf of banks, but I can definitely tell you that it is possible, okay? What banks are going to ask you if you want to open your account and you don't have the residency, they're going to ask you financial information, tax information, as well as a criminal record. If you provide those three informations legalized in your country of origin, you, will, you can sign the papers on the forms through DHL or similar, you can send it to them. What you cannot do if you don't come to the country, is you're get, getting your, your residency. You definitely have to come for at least five days in order to start your residency process. And I do have a couple of questions about residency in Paraguay. You do not need to invest in Paraguay to get residency. Anybody can get residency. I'm sure if you guys purchase a property, Fernando will be happy to open up his network, make some introductions, make sure you're well taken care of to get your residency, but it's not a requirement. Today's presentation is specifically on investment in Paraguay, hence the name of the presentation, which I sent out to everybody. But it is a very good option. If you're going to get your property and you want to get residency on the back end, 
then amazing. I'm I'm fully on board with that. Very quickly, Jim says, Jim Leonard says that he concurs on the security in the area. He was there six weeks ago. So amazing. Oh, if you guys know Jim, he is one of the admins from our Facebook forum at expatmoneyforum.com. Love Jim. Thanks for tuning in today. Okay. Alex asks, is the construction site determined already? If so, where? It is, and we can, if I don't know the name, of, I don't remember the name of the of person asking this question. Alex. We can send the Google the Google Maps link for you to see it. And you will see that two blocks away, we have our green banana one and two, and it is very easy to see everything. Yeah, It is Amazing. a land with an L shape. So you guys, you send an email, Alex, and he'll send you the Google Maps link for you, okay? Same with anybody, if you guys want to see where it is. They're breaking ground in, let's call it, one to two months, okay? So it's right around the corner. It'll be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, Mikhail. How much does it cost to pay the property management per month? If I intend to have it rented on Airbnb, do they charge by percentage of the Airbnb booking price or is there a fixed cost? Thank you. That's from Patrick. Yeah. First of all, price for the property management is very cheap. It's $20 per apartment and we don't make different prices for the one bedroom so the, for the two bedrooms because... That's long term, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe maybe in a few years time we will yeah for the long term, yeah. In a few years time we have to update it because of the of the CPI, okay? But the thing is that our main business is not facility management. Our main business is making our investors make money. You now we make it easy for them and we have the structure and the scale to provide that kind of service at this price, okay? It it is the same work to manage a one bedroom of 39 square meters than a, a two bedroom of 88 square meters. So that's the price, no? If it is through Airbnb and we can do it, we, we can do it on a, on a percentage of 5% from the price that you sell on Airbnb. You have to take into account that on Airbnb, normally they're a bit shady on the commissions that they get or, or something like that, but normally, normally it is around 17%, one seven of the commission they get from the price, okay? And we will get 5%. These kind of companies, the ones I know in Brazil, Spain, and Portugal, they they charge a commission similar to what Airbnb is charging. Okay, I've got another question here. Do the different apartments give a linear return? As in, does a $100,000 unit return 9% while a 75,000 unit also returns 9%? How do you decide what units to buy? It depends on the strategy. I wouldn't say it is linear because as humans, when we are tenants, we don't act like machines. And there are things that come differently in the eye. You know? So there are and there is a plan for there are four types of apartments, and there is a plan for every single type of the apartment. Do I have a preferred one? Definitely not. And that's what happened to me in Tower One. I wanted my two-bedroom look into the street, and then somebody wanted and I made money and invested in some of the different ones because I knew. I had thought that all the types were going to work, and that is the same for for the concept tower. Okay, so definitely not. Normally, the one bedrooms are easier to rent because the price is smaller. Okay, but what normally happens is like because people think this way. What normally happens is that they don't attend that much the the larger businesses. No, so finally you can get surprised that you end up making a larger percentage on a larger unit than the one bedroom. So it depends on timing and your aim for return. If you want to make it the more attractive as possible, you will be the first. If you're just looking for the 10%, maybe it will take a bit more time, but you will definitely get it. So in order to summarize, 
it depends. And it depends on who you trust as a broker. If it is Remax, we work with Remax. There's no problem. If it is with us, we also have our own database and a way of doing business. I don't think that there is a bad unit. I'm not, I don't think you guys are going to invest and be like, oh, you know, I should have got this or I should have got that. Go in with whatever is comfortable for you. Pick out a dollar amount that you feel comfortable in investing, that you want to invest in Paraguay, and then we will work with you to get the most apartment for that dollar amount. You know, whatever your investment amount is, let Fernando know when you send an email and he will help pick something for you to get you the most. That's the point here. But and there's Brian, not going to be a, a bad one by any means. I, I always support balancing. So I would never say just go for the one type and, and then do it. If we have defined, if, if we thought that everything wasn't to one type, we would have done a tower with only one type of apartment. So I think it's better if you have a, a budget, it's better to buy it, to diversify it and go from different perspectives and different strategies. It's diversifying from the diversifying investment. Mm -hmm. I got a ton of questions here about random things, which are really more lifestyle related for Paraguay. We're not going to be talking about that today. Maybe in a future presentation, we'll talk about what would it be like if you moved from Canada to Paraguay? Or what happens if you moved from the US to Paraguay? Today's presentation is on an investment. All right. So we're going to stay super focused on that. And that's not because I am some mean guy. It's just that this is what the presentation is really focused on, okay? We do tons of things on lifestyle in other ones. We also have been putting out articles about Paraguay over the last four months. So you guys can go to expatmoney.com and you guys can read all about these types of things. My suggestion is, once again, don't think of this project to do too many things. This is not a prepper community with no cell towers around and they don't have anything to do with this organization or that organization. This is a tangible asset somewhere you can park 50, 60, 70, 80, $100,000 into a project, highly liquid, make a nice little capital appreciation, make a nice little cash on cash return while you hold it. And for that, it does phenomenal. If you try to get a project that is going to do too many things, it's going to be milk toast and you're going to get nothing out of it. All right. We have off-grid communities that I talk about in other projects with no cell towers in sight and all of these things, but that is not what we're doing here today. These are little mini term deposits, okay? So let's try to stay focused on what are the goal and what are the objectives, all right? So I hope that makes sense for everybody and you don't think I'm being mean or evading some of the questions. I'm super transparent about everything. I try to take care of you guys, but I want you to focus on the right things here. Okay, how much are the maintenance fees going to be? Just a straight answer, Fernando. Maintenance fees, HOA fees. Maintenance fees, they will be a bit less than $30 a month for the one bedrooms, a bit less for the two bedrooms, 65 square meters of, a bit less of $40, sorry, and a bit less of 50 for the for the larger ones. Amazing. Okay, are there any rent controls in Paraguay or Sierra del Este specifically? How long does it take to evict a non-paying tenant? That's a very interesting question because, well, uh, as I said, the security guy lets people enter into the apartment or not. So he knows who has to accept or not. This means that there is a guy who's behaving badly and so on. This is your property and the law is with you. Okay. Even if he, even more, if he, if he doesn't have a valid 
contract normally happens that if you have your contract signed for two years and it is two years and two months and he's staying all over there it is much easier for that and one thing to take into account as well you are the owner of the energy measure so that will be like the most aggressive thing for that okay those are the tricky terms that you can use and they are completely usable in the market but if you have to do it the on the trial way like suing and so on it can take you two two months more or less but we haven't had that experience nor in residential nor in the commercial leases throughout these years well another point in i think maybe it was on a private phone call between the pair of us, but you were saying that a lot of times the parents of a Brazilian who, because, uh, you know, it's a it's a doctor who's doing his residency or something like that at the university hospital. So a mature student is coming in and their parents might co-sign with them. So it's not like we're renting out to people who don't have money. These are families. These are good people. So it has to do with tenant selection on the front end and making sure that we get the right person in, which is why we work with professionals on these things. Is that a mm -hmm. also fair statement? It is, and it happens even more with the local people because it's easier to track it, their financials and so on. They're people that are renowned in the city, so they don't want to contaminate their name. No, Sometimes what normally happens with the Brazilian people is that they come with their families in order to select because... Sometimes they're scared. There's people that is not, when, when I speak about the Brazilian students, they are not coming just from the other side of the border, 20 kilometers away. There's people coming from the Amazon River. There's people coming from the north side. I, I don't know if it is 6,000 kilometers or how many, but it is another world for that. So they think that they're jumping. This is the same as going to study in Dubai in terms of, of hours of flight. No? So there's people coming and it's a huge move for them. So sometimes they come with their parents, yes. So the Amazing. wife or, or, or the whole family. Here's another excellent comment. My guy that is leading the investment in the area says that CDE is the place to invest in Paraguay at the moment. Great upward trajectory. It could be great entry point for the Southern Cone for expat. He also said very good pricing. So that's a good comment from someone who really knows. I can't add anything on that because I totally agree. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's talk a little about about closing costs, legal fees, anything else. We've got the price of the unit, but this is real estate. So there's always some type of closing fees. Let's be super transparent about exactly what that looks like, Fernando, so that people can mentally prepare themselves. Well, so the thing is, as I was saying in the presentation, things are simple in here, okay? So this is the price for us, okay? That is with a VAT included. So there will be some VAT to, to declarate once you get your unit and you get your bill for that, okay? We give you a bill from the from purchase that you've done. And other than that, there is no such another thing apart from the 2% that you pay in the deed of property to the notary public. A part of it is for the notary for her salary, for her fees, and another are taxes that go within the, the transfer of that. And then you have to pay a $100 amount in order to take your own energy measure for the apartment. Those are the closing costs, okay? What I would say is that it is, it is most, mostly embedded, I would say compulsory, to invest in some air conditioning. This is very warm, okay? So I would say that if you calculate on buying a $61,000 amount, that's a one bedroom with two empty spaces, you should calculate a plus 1,000 in order to provide with air conditioning and so on. Air conditioning is even more than a religion than asado in the, in the mm -hmm. country. Same here in Panama. Amazing. Oh. So nominal fees, we're not talking huge amounts extra. 
They're pretty, uh, some of them are built in, but it's pretty reasonable fees if you guys have experience with real estate. Another quick point from my side is I had a call with clients of mine in New Zealand yesterday, and we were talking about real estate. And this is their first foray into owning international real estate. This project that we're discussing today is a super easy way to get your feet wet in investing in international real estate. It's not a million dollars down to buy a property. It's not super complicated. There's not massive closing costs. It is a nice, easy step. If you guys want to learn what the process is like in investing in international real estate, this one is kind of a no-brainer. You'll have a good learning experience from this. Okay, uh, I have another question here. I want to be super, super clear. You do not need residency, guys, to purchase in Paraguay. Foreigners can own real estate. You can get the title deed directly. You don't need to have a residency there. You don't even need to visit the country. So once again, it is super easy. You get money into Paraguay. You can get money out of Paraguay. You don't have to be a resident. There's no currency controls. There's no nothing like that. Super friendly environment for foreign direct investment. Okay. Can you limit the total number of occupants? So I think what he's asking is if it's a two bedroom apartment, can you say, okay, only two people can live there? Or like, I think that they don't want to have like 87 people move into a, to a one or two bedroom apartment. I assume that there can be something like that in the rental agreement. Yes. Uh, the rental agreement, you can design it by yourself. Okay. If not, you have the civil code for that, but the civil code doesn't get on that. So that is one thing that you can put on the on the agreement. So Ron is saying VAT on purchase price. The, the VAT is covered by you as the developer, right? Yes. Yeah, so there is the, a VAT. There's a VAT, guys, but you ain't paying it. It's going to be covered in the purchase price from Fernando. So once again, huge bonus. No surprises here on any of these. If I don't get to your question, then please send an email to expatmoney at greenparana.com. P-A-R-A-N-A.com, expatmoney at greenparana.com. You can ask for more information. You can get the payment links. You can get the floor plans. You can get the GPS coordinates. Fernando is going to be super transparent. He'll send you anything that you want, additional questions. I'm sure that he will be happy to answer it. Make sure you include your phone number so that they can give you a call back because it's super fast to kind of deal with everything on the phone. I want you guys to be comfortable with this investment, all right? I don't do high pressure sales or anything like that. I found what I think is a super awesome investment at a fantastic price. The economics all work. If it makes sense for you guys, amazing. If it doesn't, no harm, no foul. No one's going to hold you to it. You know, I just want to make sure you guys are taken care of, get all your questions answered and make a informed decision. Okay. Let's see. Last few questions. Is there a local Paraguayan bank which Fernando's company recommends for international real estate income transfers? Any recommendations on banks, Fernando? I fixed them all, more or less. So I would say it has to be one one of the largest banks in the country. We normally work with Sudameris. Sudameris is the largest bank in the country, and it's owned by the by an investment fund uh, investment fund from the UK. There is also Itaú, but Itaú is the Brazilian largest bank. I think Brazil is a, a very bureaucratic bank, so I wouldn't go for that. So I would say Sudameris and also GNB. GNB bought the, Brazil, the Spanish franchise of BBVA, and the people down there know how to work in the international business. There is also a franchise of City, 
Okay, the American bank, but they only work corporate and agribusiness. So this is not an option as of today. Amazing. Okay, here's one. I'm going to do one lifestyle one. Can you find organic food in Paraguay or do they spray all the local crops heavily with pesticides? It matters to me. Thanks. This is from W. You can. And my wife has been living here for three years. Now she lives in Madrid and she comes very often. And she's also always impressed of the local food she finds, the healthy food she finds in the, in the, in the supermarkets here rather than in Madrid. And that she was completely surprised. And in fact, Amazing. my sister-in-law, she's a nutritionist and she's always asking because she, she comes to the country very often and she always asking me for products when I come every two weeks to Spain with that. No? Thing is, you see that people, whenever they have a bit of power of acquisition, they take a lot of care of their bodies and you can see it physically all over the way. You know? So they're very used to what they have to buy and they are very alerted on that. Okay, next one. Did you discuss appreciation? Is there an estimate of how much the property could appreciate annually? We didn't really talk about the annual, but I think it is a very good question and it is worthwhile. I can tell you from working in lots of pre-construction and doing lots of real estate in my life, we should see, should, once again, no guarantees, probably between 20 and 30% between now and delivery because we have the original launch prices. Now, annually, Fernando, what have you seen in the increases in prices of capital appreciation? What I see, I, I'd say two things. First of all is what you say from the appraisals, okay? Due to our audits that we have in other businesses, we get appraised every year in order to, to make our balance, no? So you see that if nothing has, has happened, the appraisal, he puts a five year, uh, yeah, yearly five percent more or less in everything on land and everything and all the and all the assets that we own all over there. No thing is that in our area things are moving a bit fast. So I would say that in our area, in the very specific spots, the price just goes for the ten percent. What I've seen then now speaking about residential and, and green Paraná, I didn't think there was going to be that much resale at the beginning, to be honest, because I always said to clients, well, if you want to sell it once you get your keys. I'm going to be competing with you because I want to make a lot of towers all over here. So just take that into account. And what I saw is that I'm not able to provide a ended product every three months. So definitely there are always spots and windows for that. And I see that Green Parana 1, I don't have the specific number in here, but I think like between 20 or 25% of the units have transferred hands from wow. the beginning. I think that one of the penthouses has been sold like three times and so uh, and something like that. So what I see it is that it's not that difficult to do at 20 to 30%, as I said. There was an example at the presentation on somebody that had sold the unit at a 25% resale with just 15 months separation between the, the payments. Me, myself, I did it with Elizabeth, who's the, the, the former owner of one of my units. She made a 32%, but in fact, for her, it was easier because she hadn't paid it full because it was under the construction. So she made a 67. So there is trade ongoing. There is transition and transactions ongoing. Okay, next one. Are there floods, hurricanes, fires, earthquakes, or alien invasions in the area? I like this question. The alien invasions, I, I will let you analyze that because <laughs> you have much more information than myself here. We're a bit out of the radar, as I said. So that's it. No. And now being serious, when I... when when my children were born, sorry if I'm going to tell my personal story, okay, but but when my children, my, my wife was, was pregnant, 
we decided for our children to, to be born in Paraguay, okay? And I wanted to take for them the Paraguayan passport. And all my friends in Spain, why, they, they asked me, why did I get the Paraguayan passport because to my children? Because it was worth nothing. I said, I really don't know. But if something's going to happen in the outside world, I think this is the last place they're going to look for us. Not only the humans, but I do believe that the aliens will find very more interesting places for that. No, but mm -hmm. here there are no mountains. Okay, so I haven't heard anything about an earthquake. The, the country is very flat for that. There are no hurricanes as well. Fires. Well, yeah, sometimes landlocked country, been... guys. So no hurricanes whatsoever. It's in the middle of the it continent. Is, it is, and then fires. Have there been fires? I've seen fires in some farmlands, and, and over there we had a project close to Asuncion in a touristic way. It was burned down uh, in the pandemic and you go now and you never have felt or thought that there was a fire in there because nature is so aggressive, no? But that was the experience for the other time. If there is one thing in the country, it can be floodings, okay? That's the only nature problem that you may have of, or huge storms for that. That's the, the longest that you can have. Exactly. The apartments actually start not at ground floor. The parking is at ground and then up from there. So your unit would not be damaged, even if there exactly. was light. Exactly. But you guys have proper water drainage. There's all of this put into place. They try to make sure that this will never, ever be a problem for the owners of the building. Okay, here's another one, and this goes back to the lifestyle. Meat and produce is generally much higher quality in the southern cone of South America when compared to Western standards. I would absolutely agree with this. These countries like Paraguay have very high quality meats, high quality fruits and vegetables, just a very different style of food production than we're used to in the United States. All right, next one. How liquid is the real estate market? How long do apartments sit on the market? So let's say that someone, what, what have you seen traditionally with your first tower, which has been delivered? If someone wanted to sell one of the units, how long are they sitting on it to sell? At the beginning, I would have been much more conservative to what I am right now because I see transactions ongoing every day. We're in a very sweet moment because nowadays we're selling three different time frame investments. Now we're selling the concept that we're just something to be delivered in, the, in, in a few years. We're delivering, we're selling... I think we have two or three units for the tower, which is going to end right now. And we keep receiving people looking for immediate apartments. And then we have to resell apartments of tower one for investors. And what they do is they say, okay, I resell, I take the profit and I reinvest it with you at Concept Tower. No, So I would say, let's think for six months. I'm seeing that it is being shorted. I would never have dreamed that it will take six months only to sell an apartment in Paraguay. I, I would have thought it was a bit but much more illiquid for that, but I'm getting surprised of how the market is behaving with that. Uh, in, in fact, banks, they like it better to finance a unit which has already been developed and has its own title um, instead of a project. So if someone's going to go and sell it, you think it'll take as much as six months to sell an apartment? I prefer always to be conservative and say, okay, think on the six months and maybe you get surprised about it. And I see- We'll that sell them faster than that. Sold. We'll sell them faster. I know, I know, but but I, I'm here. I'm, I'm here to foster coming to Paraguay and sell. And I, I'm not here as a car salesman, okay? Because if the car is not working, you're going to blame me again. No, I say, okay, I say, think on six months and maybe I can make it in two or three months or even less. I've seen shorter. Yes, I have. Because it is not only- 
us doing that, it is our whole structure setting the whole area. Let's remember that we not only speak about Green Paraná, we speak about Ciudad Nueva, so we're investing a lot in the area for that. Well, I think that's a very, very conservative one. I will take a less conservative view, and I would say probably one to two months to sell an apartment. Okay. That's my opinion on that one. You guys can make your own decision as investors, but I think it's also going to be a what you are going to price your unit at. Are you going to try to maximize the capital appreciation? That's one thing opposed to, hey, I need to get out of this because I've got medical bills or something happened and you want to price it to sell and you're going to go 5% under the asking, the comparable market, you're going to sell it. So lickety split, no problem whatsoever. Once again, not a guarantee, but there's always strategies in place for these types of things. I do agree with you. No. Price is all at the end of the day. Sure. There you go, guys. I got a sure come around. Want the, the mitigation of price that comes. We're doing another real estate project and the developer said, oh yeah, you should be able to sell it in like four months. We sold it in like three days. So I think yeah. that it's just having the right strategies, knowing the right people, being well connected and then pricing it to sell. I don't think you'll have any problem on this. Okay, next one. How is the public transport in the city? Is there a bus stop near the building? There is a bus stop five blocks away where the hotel is. Public transportation is definitely a thing to improve in the country, and it is not something your segment would use. Maybe they use their motorbike in order to streamline traffic, but they would not be the target client for the bus transportation. Okay, I had a couple of comments on here. Maybe I spoke incorrectly or you guys misunderstood me. I did not buy 35 units. I bought four units. I reserved 35 units and negotiated the price for us as a community. Expat Money is a community of investors and like-minded and philosophically aligned people. I reserved 35 units, which are for our community. Of that, I was able to negotiate a special price. For my own, I bought four units, okay? I bought four units. I didn't buy 35. I reserved 35 of the 35. I took four. 31 are on sale for my investors. You are buying from Fernando directly from the developer. I'm not a middleman. I'm not marking up the prices. These are the original launch prices. I know that might make your head explode, but I'm not front running you guys on these types of things. Wouldn't do that. That would be super unethical, okay? I'm My interests and your interests are aligned on all of these. These are the best prices these units have ever been. I negotiated that price and I took four from my permanent portfolio. So I hope that all makes sense. I just wanna be super transparent. I didn't buy 35 units and now I'm reselling what I bought. That would be weird, okay? So I hope that that makes sense to you guys. Okay, are there other apartment developments going on right now in that area? Let, I'm going to expand this question. Are there other apartments? Are there other projects? Are there other malls or infrastructure or anything else going on in this area? Yes, there are right now apartment buildings on developing. On the, on the construction phase, there are three more than us. And, and we're going with the concept tower. If we consider also that our second tower, which is on the construction phase, that will be the second one. We do have projects for two other types 
that will be coming throughout the year. One of it, it will be apartments and the other will be small housing as well. And the huge thing that is right now being discussed from us, the, the private investors and the public sector is to get a proper roundabout connected from the highway, which is something we're still lagging from that. And that is one of the things we want. And I think we're going to get it in, in this year time. That is actually going to boom the area and trying to define this as the perfect spot because we're going to make a great party of it and we're going to put it as beautiful as possible. Amazing. John wants to know, how do I make a deposit today or tomorrow? I would say to uh, if, if, if the option is today or tomorrow, I would definitely say that today. I would go today. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not focusing on my email right now, but my team is working at the other conference room and I think there's a huge number of... Yeah, of make, sorry to interrupt you. Make sure you guys have your phone turned on, the volume at maximum, because if you've sent in an email and you've included your phone number, you're going to be getting callbacks. So make sure your volume is turned on. Yeah, it is, it is, and that is quite important because what I was seeing is that there are some messages that didn't leave the the message, the the their contact number. So it is a bit. It's going to take more time for them for us to get in contact with them. So if I am so remembering, if you send the question, one email, feel free to reply to your own email with the phone number. Don't send a fresh email. Reply to the one so it's in an email thread. Include your WhatsApp or your Telegram or your phone number, like whatever number you want them to contact you on. Sorry, I keep and interrupting you. I'm horrible. Yeah, no, no, I no, 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 no. I was doing it with you with you at the beginning. No, so you're just returning it to me. No, the thing is, we have to call you in order for you to make the selection of the kind of apartment that you want, and that is one thing we do it live in order to see how many apartments are there left, and then how many uh, of which are according to what you want to invest or not. So through that, that conversation, we. Set up, we block the unit for a mu for a few minutes and so on. We send you the the link in order to put your credit card details, and that will that will do it. It will help us very much if you send it send us the receipt with uh, through your email, but we can see it on the website, okay? Because it asks asks you the information for that, so that we can track it. But the more you can put it in the on the in the on the invoice, it will be better. And one other quick point from my side, and I mentioned it before, but it's worth mentioning again. Fernando's an entrepreneur. Him and his family. This is their family business. Be nice to them. You know, they're going to be super busy all day today. Please be polite. Okay. I've had clients before who think that they're entitled to these types of deals. They think that they can maybe not talk so nice. Fernando is a business colleague of mine and a personal friend of mine. I trust him very much. Let's show from our community how awesome we are. You know, try to be patient. You know, try to be concise and clear and write clear emails with all of these things. When you get on the phone, be appreciative. Okay, please, guys, be show a bit of gratitude. I had to really twist his arm to get this deal for you guys. No one is entitled to this deal. Okay, I've negotiated it for our community. I hope you guys enjoy it. Please do right by me and be polite and, and be helpful and patient and work together with Fernando. We all want the same thing here. This is not a big, dumb company or corporation. Fernando is philosophically aligned with us and our community. He's one of the good guys, okay? So please Thank know that. that. No, it's <laughs> worth saying, right? You know, this is, I'm an entrepreneur. You are an entrepreneur. We're doing our best we can. You're going to be super busy. Your team, I am assuming, is already super busy right now in the other room. Try to, let's everybody work together. You know, this is going to be a really solid investment. 
We're all going to be neighbors there. We're all going to be investing together. You're, Fernando's buying in this building for his own portfolio. So let's work as a team on these. Okay. I think I got to the majority of the questions today. I mean, there's 75 outstanding questions. Let's do, let's do two more minutes. Okay. Quick one. How okay. is the traffic? Is there Uber? Anything about the area? Things like this that people should know. Traffic is is not chaotic unless you're trying to get to Brazil. Because as I said, the friendship bridge is completely crowded and is the reason there, there is the reason the huge investment is coming with the other bridge. Okay, so there is other things in the city apart from Brazil. So traffic is quite straightforward because as I said, capacity in the city infrastructure it can hold even as double or even more the population that we normally have right now. Okay. Uber, there is, and Uber, it, we have it on its very basic instance, okay? So it is students using it and so on. It is not the flashy Ubers that you see in Madrid, no? So that's the reason there is plenty of Ubers and they're not sometimes the quality of the cars that you may want, but it's also very, very cheap. You will be impressed about the price of Uber in Paraguay. Fantastic. Okay, we're going to get to the last couple of questions here. If it's something we haven't talked about yet, then feel free to drop it. I will go to the very bottom. I'll start answering those last questions. Also, go ahead, guys. If this presentation today, if the last three hours has been valuable to you, send in a quick thank you for Fernando for also him giving up his time and giving us such an amazing deal. I hope that this has been awesome for you guys and worth your time. I super, I really respect your time. And I want to make sure that we're always providing value. If a presentation like this was valuable, then I will do more presentations like this. Certainly not a monthly basis, but I'm scouring the world for what I see are really, really sexy investment opportunities. So if this is valuable, then just make a little comment in there for Fernando for me, okay? Okay, uh, last couple of questions. Alex says, are there currency or capital transfer controls? Can you easily take your money out of Paraguay after selling? Yes, they don't have currency controls whatsoever. You can put money in, you can take it out and move it around. You can multiply it. You can do whatever you want. Super nice environment to be in. Jan says, thank you, Mikkel. You are a peach. Steve says, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing presentation. Thank you, Fernando and Mikkel for an awesome three hours. Uh, thank you so much. Very interesting and inspiring. Thanks. It looks like an excellent opportunity. When is the new bridge to be finished? Here, we got one good question in there. I'll throw in the middle. When's the bridge going to be finished, Fernando? It is finished. We're, about, we're just waiting for it to Amazing. be open. The works, the works to connect the bridge with the highways are ongoing right now. I hope it is going to be by the end of the year. Amazing. I think we are good, Fernando. You have a wonderful day, my friend. And let's we'll stop the sharing. Thank you very much, Fernando. Have a great day. And you're going to have a ton of work all day. Thank you very much to you all. It's been a great experience. And I've seen so many interesting questions, not only about the business itself, about Paraguay. I'm a passionate about, about Paraguay. If you email me only to speak about it, I promise I will answer. I cannot commit on the time. But, well, thank you for the experience. It's, I'm, I'm full of energy right now to keep start, start with the answers. Amazing. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks so much. Ciao. See you all. For those interested in moving to another country, I highly recommend learning the local language before you arrive. After traveling for the last 23 years straight, I have seen many people fall into the expat bubble trap. 
This is where you move to a new country and you only talk to people from the USA or Canada and you are unable to make local friends. The best way to combat this is by having an understanding of the local language. And the best program I have ever seen for this is storylearningcourses.com. These are the programs I use to go from very crummy language skills to fluent in no time flat. The courses are fun and easy to understand and most importantly, really work. No matter where you are in your language learning abilities, go to storylearningcourses.com. That's storylearningcourses.com to learn more. This episode may be over, but your journey to greatness continues by visiting our webpage and signing up for our newsletter. For convenient access to new episodes, show notes, and other crucial resources, visit expatmoneyshow.com. We look forward to you joining us on the next episode of the Expat Money Show. Safe travels. I have managed to secure exclusive rights to a block of villas in one of the hottest up-and-coming regions in my current home country, Panama. Join me Saturday, May 4th at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for our special presentation called Investors Workshop, capitalizing on the globally recognized resort brand coming to Panama. We will discuss how the tourism landscape in this region will change rapidly upon the public announcement of this project and how I have secured the rights for my clients to capitalize on this opportunity before anyone else. Thanks to my connections in the region, I have negotiated pricing that front runs everyone else. Think early, early bird pricing. From gourmet restaurants to vibrant clubs, poolside activities, and even live bands, this resort is going to pump some serious life into the region. But this isn't what excites me or what should excite you either. The exciting part is that these world-class amenities and top brand will attract tens of thousands of tourists. Tourists who will fork over top dollar to stay at our investment properties. Register free at expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. That's expatmoney.com forward slash webinars to register for this free real estate workshop. See you on May 4th at 10 a.m. Central Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern time, go to expatmoney.com forward slash webinar.